the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. Under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Bukas Sterling III, Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, stay tuned for the conclusion of last week's message. We hung our harps upon the willows in the midst of it. For there those who carried us away captive asked of us a song. As a means of tormenting them, as a means of discrediting their God whom they had trusted in and whom they had exalted as the God above all gods. Their enemies tormented them by saying, sing to your God those songs that you used to sing. Sing about how great he is while you're now in our control. How our God has conquered you and your God. Sing a song for us. They're they're being tormented. They're being being poked fun at. And as they are there wrestling with their feelings, as they're there wrestling with their emotions, as they're there wrestling with with the hurt and the pain and the loss of all that they once had, they hang up their instruments. That's what it says. They, they hung up their harps. They hung them on the willows and, and the reeds and in the midst of uh, the, the river. And, and it was there that they said, sing us a song. The very people who had plundered us requested us to be happy. The very people who had made things bad said, sing us a song and be, be joyful. Let's see you be joyful. Matter of fact, um, it's, it's like kicking someone when they're down. It's like, oh, yeah, you're down. Come on, sing, sing, come on. And be happy. Um, and the idea really behind this is to say to Israel, your God is not what you think he is. Your God has failed you. And for some, can I be really intimate with you? you might feel God has failed you too because he didn't keep that loved one, because he didn't keep that job situation, because things are changing so rapidly and it seems out of control and it seems like the enemy has control of everything. But let me let you know, he's not, God's not, God's not asleep. He's not, he has not lost control. He is still very much in control. He very much is. And this Israel... After they remembered Zion and wept, verse number two, in essence, says they resigned their instruments and their will to worship. They resigned their instruments. They, they, 
almost want to say they, they quit, but they didn't quite quit. They just, they put their instruments away and basically said, we ain't singing. Watch this. As I, as I looked in this, because this, this river worship, they're, they're, the psalmist says they, they retired the instruments of worship. That what they used that, that helped them lift up worship to God, their harps, their instruments, um, they, they put them on the reeds uh, on the, uh, of, the, of the sea. And, and the, the river Euphrates was known for having multiple reeds. And so reeds were everywhere. These, these, these willows were everywhere. And so um, they used the willows or the reeds, if you will, to hang their harps on as a visible indicator that we are not going to sing. Okay, it was, it was, it was, it, watch this, I, 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 I was thinking through this, and I'm thinking now, um, why, why, don't, why don't they put their instruments um, on the ground or hide them in the willows? Stay here. And the reason is because they, they, they're, not, they're not trying to hide their, 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 their challenge to worship. In other words, they wanted to be openly and visibly known to their enemy that I resign. I quit. We're not going to worship. We're we're not we can't do it. We we give up. We surrender. The pressure is too much. The 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 the, the victory is yours. You win. We quit. And we're not going to worship. So they hang their, their instruments, their harps, they hang on these reeves as they're being poked at and provoked to sing. They asked us a song. Well, what song, um, Pastor, can we sing in a foreign land when things are not like they used to be? I mean, our, our eyes are filled with tears as we, as we sit by the river Euphrates and we, we remember Zion. We weep and we weep and now we have, we have quit. We resign our instruments, the, the, the guitar. We hung up the guitar. We, we hang up our harps. We, we, we lay the, the instruments aside because we won't be using these anymore. How, how shall we... How shall we sing? How shall we rejoice? What what motivation would I have to to pick up that instrument? I'm I'm not going to have any. Watch this. I I almost want to say that they have, their hanging up of their instruments is is an indicator that there's no hope of worshiping again. Stay here with me. Because if you've got an instrument, watch this. An instrument is very sensitive to the elements. And if you've got an instrument, anybody who knows anything about instruments, you know you've got to protect the instrument from the elements lest you destroy the instrument. Now, if I take my instrument and I leave it out and hang it on the willows and I hang it on the trees and I leave it out in the elements, I am in essence saying I'll never need this again. Well, I don't care about losing this because there's no hope to worship. And so why should I hold on to my instrument and protect my instrument if I don't plan on ever worshiping again? 
And so they've they basically just given up everything. And I need to preach to somebody this morning because you might be in that place. Where you want to give up everything. You want to, you want to throw in the towel. And, and I know what you're feeling because the weight and the pressure is on us all. And the enemy is asking you, how? Come on, sing us a song. And we're asking ourselves, how shall I sing? How, where am I going to muster up the, 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 the joy when everything I had is gone? When, when my husband has left me, my, my wife has left me, my children are gone. This is gone. That's gone. Things are not like they used to be. I'm burdened down with the pressure. Everything has gone skyrocket high. I can't even afford to fill up my tank with gas anymore. I'm in a foreign land. This is foreign. $4.15 a gallon is foreign to me. I mean, I don't know what y'all, what y'all tank is like, but this thing is getting ridiculous. This is strange. And you want me to, you want me to sing a song like I used to sing when things were going well? They not only resigned their instruments, they gave up their will to worship. They're not, we're not, we're not doing it. How shall we do it? This, this text, and I, 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 I feel, I want, I want, I'm, I'm glad you feel the tension of the text. Because this text this psalm leads us painfully through a dark place in Israel's history. It, it mirrors, if I can say that, a dark place that some today might be meandering through. It's a dark place where the demons from hell are speaking to you. And you hear them clearer now than you might have ever heard them before. They're whispering in your ear such things that life doesn't matter. Things have gotten so bad that you might as well give up. They're whispering in your ear, what is the value of your worship? Is your God really what you used to say he was? Is he really your all in all? And so you're, you're hearing the whispers in your ear. You're hearing the defeat in your ear. You're hearing and you're witnessing and you're watching the world around you change. And you're, you're watching the wickedness prevail or seem to be prevailing. And you're wondering to yourself, how shall I sing in a foreign, strange land? Can I just be honest with you? One of the things that's happening even in, in church life right now is, is trying to figure out how to dodge the new political bullets that the governments are shooting our way. There's, you know, there's, you know, changes here and changes there. And at what point are we really going to have to fight for our freedom to worship? 
At what point will we will where where it will it be that we have to put our lives on the line to stand for the truth and not compromise for the chaos of our culture? It's coming. Trust me, I see it as clear as I'm looking at you. I see it coming, and so we are wrestling with this. And I, I would I would encourage you not to do as Israel has done, not to resign your instruments nor your will to worship. But in fact, I want to I want to take you continuously through this text because up until now, verse one, two, three, and even at four, because I think at four is where they really ask this question, and they and they ask the question, "How shall we sing the Lord's song in a foreign land?" Um, up until this point, it's dark, it's hopeless. There's tension, and I feel the tension even here. It's like, dang, Pastor, this is this is depressing. And it is. This is depressing. But, but this is a place where some people have moved to. This is the street that some of us are living on or pulling up on. Remember I told you, some people you were looking at, they're not okay. Everybody looks okay. They're not okay. And the text is at that place. It has led us to that place and it's dark and it's dreary and it's, and it's depressing until you get to verse 5. And there's hope. Praise the Lord, Pastor. You're about to kill us up in here. No, until you get to verse 5. And in verse 5, they remember to remember the God of their Jerusalem. Stay, stay here with me. Verse 5 says, if I forget you, O Jerusalem, let my right hand forget its skill. If I do not remember you, let my tongue cling to the roof of my mouth. If I do not exalt Jerusalem above my chief joy. Watch this. What, what literally they're saying here, and as they identify Jerusalem the first time they remembered Zion, they remember what they had lost. But by the time you get to verse 5, in my, in my interpretation of this, this psalm, by the time they get to verse 5, they begin to remember Jerusalem. That is the place where they were. But they're not remembering just the place and what they lost. They're remembering the God of the Jerusalem. Watch this. Because see, what messes us up if we focus on the thing and not the God who gave the thing? See, I can ruin everybody's worship if I take your stuff away. If your worship is based on your stuff, you can't worship. Help me, God. But if your worship is based on the God who provides the stuff, it doesn't matter if the stuff goes or comes or leaves or is burnt up, whether it's normal or it's non-normal, you can still worship. And by the time they get to verse 5, the psalmist begins to, to, to articulate something about remembering. And he says, I, if, if I forget you, oh, Jerusalem, if I forget that Jerusalem, watch this, is the place where my God lived, if I forget that Jerusalem is the place where God God showed up where God provided, where God gave us land, where God opened doors that were closed, where God fought our victories, where God killed our enemies, where God gave us grace, where God preached us through us through the prophets. If I forget the God who blessed me with Jerusalem, 
Watch this. Then let my hands forget how to play. Now, the reason why this is so important is because muscle memory won't allow, help me God, it won't allow the musician to forget how to play. Do I got any musicians over there? Your hands know how to play without even looking, don't they? See, I got, I got a witness in the house. The, the musician's hands know where to go without even looking. If, he, if they're a skilled musician, Lord help me God, they don't have to look at every single key that they press or every single string that they hit. Their hands know how to worship God. Their hands know how. They're, he says now, but if I forget you, God, if I forget what you've done, then let me forget. Let, let muscle memory go away. Let my hands, and that's just what they're saying, let my hand wither away. Because the only way that my hand is going to forget how to skillfully play is it's got to wither away or be cut off. And so the psalmist is now focusing on the God of his Jerusalem. So he says here in the text, he says, now, he says, verse 5, he says, if I forget you, let my right hand, that's the strong hand, let, let it forget its skill. And, and, and the reality is it won't forget its skill. And so I'm not going to forget Jerusalem. I'm not going to forget the God who blessed me there. And he goes on, he says, if, 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 if I don't remember you, oh God, if I, if I don't remember my Jerusalem, if I don't, uh, if I don't remember you, oh Jerusalem, let my tongue cling to the roof of my mouth. My God, let, let, let my tongue be seized to the palate of my, of my mouth such that I never utter another word. If I forget you, God, if I forget that it was you who brought us through 40 years of wandering, and if I forget it was you, Lord, that uh, pulled down the walls of Jericho, if I forget it was you, Lord, that marched us and my fathers into the land, if I forget the fact that I once was lost in sin, if I forget the fact that I was once poor, but you've made me rich, if I forget where you brought me from, not the stuff I have, but if I forget that you, Lord, have mercy, are the God. God who blessed me with the stuff, then let not only my hands wither away and let my, let me forget how to play, but let my mouth be seized. Let my tongue be sealed to my mouth such that I can't even utter another word. Y'all still here? If I forget the God of my Jerusalem, if I forget the God who blessed me, if I forget the God who's brought me so far, if I forget it's God that brought me through from March 2020 all the way to November 2021 in the midst of the pandemic which the world has never seen the likes of, if I forget that it could have been me that was dead and stretched out, it could have been me that didn't survive COVID virus, if I forget that it was not by my excellence of, 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 of patience and my excellence of obedience, but by your grace, God, if I forget it was you, Lord, who's brought me to this point, then you might as well close my mouth and make my tongue not even capable of worshiping you. Now, that's what he says here in the text. He says, uh, and, and, and the reality is, is it, 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 I can't forget. I, 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 can't, I can't forget. He says, if I do not remember, my tongue will cling to my mouth. He says, if I do not exalt Jerusalem above my chief joy. Whew. 
pray for me right here. If I mess up and let circumstances affect my song, if I let stuff overshadow my joy, God, there's no need for me having a tongue. There's no need for me having instruments or having a hand that remembers how to play. So you might as well take all of that from me. But, Lord, I, I can't forget what you've done for me. I, 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 can't, I can't forget the time I spent with my loved one before you took them home. I can't forget the Thanksgivings and the Christmases that we had, and it was joyous, and it wasn't because we were rich. No, it was because of you, God. <laughs> Lord, I can't forget things that I was capable of doing because of you. I can't forget that you brought me through those challenging times. I can't forget those experiences I've had, and they were because of you. I didn't have to have a, a brother or a sister or mother or father or auntie or uncle who was so great in uh, relationships that I would even miss them. But God, thank you. I'm trying to help somebody right here. But God, thank you that I had them. Ah, Lord, help me, God. And um, so I remember now as, as I begin to uh, face the difficult challenge of my enemy who is provoking me to sing the songs of God in a sad place. I, 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 I'm, I'm now thinking not about what it was, but I'm thinking about how it was. Lord Jesus, I'm thinking about how it was possible that we had houses that we didn't build and vineyards that I didn't plant. I'm thinking now, God, if, if, if I can think about the God who made it possible, then I can rejoice in the God of my circumstance. And just in case, devil, you want to try to provoke me further, I stop out and let you know that I can worship my God in any land because my God is omnipresent. He's everywhere at the same time. My God is here in dark days and he's here in the light times. He's here when I feel good and he's here when I don't feel good. Devil, I stop by to let you know you're not going to cause me to hang up my harp. You're not going to cause me to close up my mouth. You're not going to cause me to stop giving glory to my God. Yes, now I figured it out. How can, how shall I sing about my God in a foreign land? I'll sing and I can do it when I think of the goodness of God. When I think of all that he's brought me through. When I think of all that he's done to make it possible that I shall be called his child. When I think back on Calvary, Lord, help me, God. Even when he died on that cross.
cross with me on his mind. For that reason, if no other, I can worship him in a foreign land. Praise the Lord. You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministries of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bucus Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions in support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title and broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together. And we invite you to join us for one of our spirit-filled worship services, Sundays at 8 a.m. or 11 a.m. at the Legacy Center, located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301 301- Six two seven nine five zero zero. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bucus Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.